Welcome to a powerful message from the Lighthouse Chapel International, Bronx North Branch. Lighthouse Chapel International branches worldwide provide every member the training, support, and encouragement to fulfill the Great Commission and to go to heaven and hear Jesus say, Well done, my good and faithful servant. Join us for a life-changing experience as you listen to this message. Look, options are always better than no option. You see, live your life in such a way that you have options. Because anytime you have options, your bargaining power is high. Teaching you. So always play your game in such a way that you have options. Because anytime you have options, you have op- having options is always better than no option. Anytime you are negotiating with anybody, once you have options, they listen to you. options. See, that is why you don't have to, you see, even your paycheck have options. And I'll explain to you. Do you understand? Don't let your budget be at the exact end of your salary. <laughs> Do you understand? You earn 1,200 and your expenses are 1,199. <laughs> It's too close. Make list some options. You see, make an option that just in case. You see, option that have some room, just in case the the tie we get a flat tie, which is possible because you have room. You can manipulate. Hallelujah. Yeah, that's a per chance. Amen. And you see the reason and. Sometimes you don't even know what is in you. You see, their decision to try to make an attempt, what they didn't know was the miracle God was preparing for them. But if they had not tried, they would not have seen the miracle. Hallelujah. Tell your neighbor, attempt. Yes, attempt. Hallelujah. Today, let me read you another scripture. About another group of guys who made an attempt. The first, last week was the four lepers. Today I'm talking about. See, I'm just showing the Bible people who made attempts. That's all. Hallelujah. I'm just showing you, just in case you don't know, people made attempts in the Bible. Yeah. Last week I talked about four lepers. Today let me show you another two guys who made the attempt. Yeah. First Samuel chapter 14. First Samuel chapter 14. Let's read from verse 1. Now it came to pass on a day that Jonathan, the son of Saul, said unto the young man that bare his armor, Come, and let us go over to the, Philist- to the Philistines' garrison. That is on the other side. But he told not his father. Hmm. And Saul tarried in the uttermost part of Gibeah under a pomegranate tree, which is in, Mil- which is in Megron. And the people that were with him were about 600 men. Hallelujah. And Ahia, the son of Ahitab, Ichabod's brother, the son of Phinehas, the son of Eli, the Lord's priest in Shiloh, were in an effort. And, and the people knew not that Jonathan was gone. And between the passages by which Jonathan sought to go over, Unto the Philistines' garrison, there was a sharp rock on one side and a sharp rock on the other side. And the name of one was Bozes, and the name of the other, Sene. I'm reading the Bible. Read it. Hmm. Bozes and what? What are the two rocks? Remember the name of those two rocks. One is called what? And the other one was what? Uh-huh. The forefront of one, the forefront of the one was situate northward and against Mikmash, and the other southward over against Gibeah. And Jonathan said unto the young man that bare his armor, "Come, and let us go over unto the garrison of these uncircumcised Philistines. It may be 
that the Lord will work for us. For there is no restraint to the Lord to save by many or by few. And it's Amar Barak said unto him, Do all that is in thine heart. Turn thee, behold, and I am with thee according to thy heart. And when you continue to read the story, you will know how they end, end, got the victory. Let me tell you a little bit about this, the, the attempt. There was a war. And all the Israelis have camped in one zone. And the Philistines were on one zone. Waiting for this. And saw the king. 600 men. They were sitting under the pomegranate tree. Just afraid. They, don't, they didn't move. They were just sitting there. Afraid. 600 men afraid to move. Always analyzing the situation. I don't think it's right. If we go in, there may be a problem. If we, they were just sitting down. Yeah. Analyzing and assessing. And that is the story with many of us. We are sitting down, always analyzing and assessing. So the Bible said one day, Jonathan said, listen, I can't sit here anymore. Jonathan said, listen, I cannot sit here anymore. He called his armor bearer. Say, Charlie, come, let's go. And the Bible said they, they made an attempt to enter. You see, it's like the Israelis were here, the Philistines were here. And we, whoa, but they've been sitting there for several days out of fear. 600 men sitting under a tree. Nobody wants to move, including the king himself. And many of us like that were sitting in one spot. Let me tell you something. If you don't make a move, you die. The story of the four lepers. So Jonathan said, look, we've been here for too long. I can't. Come on, let's go. So he called his armor bearer. We are going. And the Bible, you see, the Bible says, between where the Israelis are and where the Philistines are, it's a sharp rock. What is the name of the two rocks? Bozel and what? I said Bozel and what? Yeah. It means that from moving from one camp to the other camp, there is a sharp rock. Something that can choke you. Something that can kill you. Something that can end your life. Is somebody hearing me? I said, somebody hearing me? Yeah. There's a sharp rock. There is a sharp rock. Yeah. To move from one side to the other. Yeah. There's a sharp rock. And, 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 and many of us are just because are not making a move because of the sharp rock. But let me tell you something. I can conclude my message. If you see anybody who has moved from one side to the other side, he has crossed the sharp rocks. If you see anybody who has moved from one level to another, he has crossed the sharp rocks. Yeah. You are afraid of the sharp rock. You are afraid of the sharp rock is something that can criticize you, it can kill you, it can scratch you. But let me tell you something if you stay there, you die. There comes a, success comes with risk. Are you hearing me? It's risky. Your fear. Look, every success has in it an inherent risk. Your decision at all, I'm going to start this business. It has an inherent right to not work. So if you are worried about the risk, you will never make a move. If you are worried about the fear, the failure, because any, anything that you are going to succeed, there is a risk built in it. From one side to the other side, you have to pass through the sharp, two sharp rocks. What is the name? Yeah. You have to cross Bozes and Hene. Yeah. Yeah. You have to go through Bozes and Sene. Yeah. If you see anybody who has succeeded, they have taken the risk. Everything, entrepreneurs, preachers, pastors, ministries, there is a risk involved. When the lighter stop was there was no church. 
that student decided that I have finished school, I'm not going to practice medicine. I am going to start a church. There was a risk. You resign your job. What about if the church doesn't work? That's the possess and the sinner. Yeah. What about if the church didn't work? There are no guarantees. There's a risk. If you see anybody doing well in ministry, there is a risk. They have taken a, a, a risk. Yeah. Yeah. It's a buzzer. Say, hey. A lot of these people who are running good businesses, if you ask them, they took a risk. <laughs> I don't know about Trump. <laughs> I'm preaching. Hallelujah. Is somebody hearing me? Yeah. Every Sussex. That's an inherent risk. Even, 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 even to have a beloved is a risk. Because there's a possibility that he will say no. <laughs> there's a possibility. There are no guarantees. And what is it? The thing is, if this one, told, this one said, I like you, and you said no, I'm going for this one. So, so there's a risk. Now that you are going for this way, you do not say snow, by the time you come to say, eh, what I, you can lose both. <laughs> I said there's a risk. I said there's a risk. You, there's a, there's a, there's a bonnet and there's a senet. Yeah. Ask yourself, ask, ask yourself. I mean, he said, oh, I'm interested in you. He said, oh, no, 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 no. This one. It's what I like. So as you are going there, Pray that it will work. Because if it doesn't work. <laughs> yeah. There's a bonnet. Bonnet. Bonnet and a senet. Yeah. Too sharp risk. Many of us don't want to go to the rock. Let me tell you something. Hope. Okay. Hope. Okay, hope. Hope is not a strategy. Can I teach you more? Hope is not a strategy. A lot of us have hopes, but hope is not a strategy. Hope is not a strategy. A lot of Christians, I hope I can become this. I hope I can. It's not a strategy. Oh, I hope I get married. Hope is not a strategy. I get a job. Hope is not a strategy. I hope I get, uh, I, I buy a new car. Hope is not a strategy. Yeah. But a lot of believers are using hope as a strategy. Hope is not a strategy. Hope is some hope. Listen to me carefully. Hope for it to become manifested gives birth to a strategy. Hope gives birth to the strategy. But hope is not a strategy. Hallelujah. What do I mean by hope gives better strategy? Because I hope to go to college, then the strategies I will learn. So the learning is the strategy, not that you want to go to college. Because I hope to get married, then the strategies I will read about not their marriage. To behave well. Hope is not a strategy. Hope is not a strategy. So don't hope and don't, once you hope, then the hope must give birth to a plan. The hope must give birth to a plan. The hope you have must give birth to a plan. I hope to own my own business. Then suddenly begin to put a plan in place. The hope itself is not a strategy. So don't work with hope alone. Hope is not a strategy. Yeah. Hallelujah. No, hope is not a strategy. Yeah. I hope to be a shepherd. It's a good hope. Now the strategy Stay. Join meetings. AFM. Read the book. That is the strategy. Don't just hope. Hope is not a strategy. Yeah. Hallelujah. I'm sorry, yeah. But a lot of Christians think hope is a strategy. Oh, I hope to be this. That, that's, that, that, that's, that's, not, that's, that's not it. With that hope, you must give birth to a plan. Hallelujah. 
So if you see anybody who has moved from the garrison to another, he has crossed through the two sharp stones. Hallelujah. Amen. The thing is that, you see, it's a short message. The thing is that most of us, you see, most of us don't attempt to do one because of fear. Fear. You are afraid. You are afraid they will laugh at you. You are afraid they will criticize you. You are afraid it won't work. Let me tell you something. God has not given us the spirit of fear, but of power, of love, and of a sound mind. God has not given us the spirit of fear. Hallelujah. You see, Jesus Christ. Okay? Hope is not a strategy. The Bible said that who for the joy that was set before him, that's the hope. Okay? That's the future. Hope is what you see in the future. Who for the joy that was set before him, which is the hope, endured the, because of the, endured the cross. That was the plan. Because of this way I want to get, I am willing to die. And enjoy the cross. Hope it was not a strategy. As he saw the joy that was set, he was willing to go through the process and be crucified. That was the plan. You cannot wish, you are wishing to sit on that chair, but you are not willing to go through the process. Hallelujah. Hope is not. You are hoping to become his, uh, his beloved. Is it? After you, you are hoping that he marries you, that's good. But have a strategy. Visit him, buy birthday cards. Do I mean, have a strategy? <laughs> I'm preaching. Don't just hope that you marry you. No! You have to have a strategy. Make sure that you are in his, in, in his line of vision. Because you have, the Bible says, when a man has found a wife, when a man has found a wife, so it's the man who does the finding, but the woman does the positioning so that he can find you. <laughs> yeah! Yes! How to be found? When a man, is, and the man does the finding, but you hope to, you, I mean, you are hiding in the corner. How can you be found? You are hiding. Even when you come to church, you are sitting in the back quietly. When you finish, you your bad. No, people are standing in front. They are shaking. They say that they can be found. Hope is not a strategy. Position yourself. <laughs> I'm preaching. I'm preaching. You are hiding. You are hiding. You are hiding. When the Bible says, when a man has found a wife, so obviously you must be in the person's line of vision so that you can be found. But when you come, you are sitting somewhere in the corner, you carry your bag after church. No, 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 no. You cannot be found. You cannot be found. You hope, and you are hoping that you, you are hoping that one day he propose to you. No! That is the hope. Develop a strategy. Join the choir. Join the prayer ministry. Do something so that at any point in time, you are in the line of vision. <laughs> I'm preaching to you. Hope is not strategy. Hope is not strategy at all. Yeah. Yeah. Position yourself. Make sure that Charlie. Every Sunday, at least you are you cross his vision not less than ten times. <laughs> Somebody say amen. Yeah, I will make sure that Charlie, this Sunday, especially the Sunday that you do your new hair, 12 times, 12 times, 12 times. <laughs> on you that day. That is the day that Charlie make sure that Charlie, you pass here, you go this way, you move around. It's a strategy. (laughs) 
is not a strategy. I said, tell your neighbor, hope is not a strategy. Hallelujah. Yeah. Yeah. Many, many. Many don't attempt because they are afraid. Okay? They are afraid. Fear. Fear prevents you from attempting. Hallelujah. Yeah. Fear. But let me tell you something. You must know that God has not given us the spirit of fear. Hallelujah. Even in ministry, you see, a lot of people are not doing some things because you are afraid. Yeah. You can't lay hands on people because you are afraid. You can't pray for because you are afraid. Because you are afraid that when you, when you say you do a miracle service, how many are healed? Nobody will come. You are afraid. Because the people, they just watch Bishop, they just watch, watch Bishop Dag before coming. And when Bishop Dag said that, I am the Lord, thy healer thee. And, and, and his testimony, cripples were working. Blinds were open. So as you are coming, you don't know is that Bishop Dad got to that stage by a leap of faith. He believed and said that look, whether they get healed or not, it is God who takes the glory. It is not me. When you have that attitude, you will not be afraid also to do a miracle service. Yeah? yeah. You will not be afraid. Because at the end of the day, it is the Lord who heal it. If he heals, the glory is for him. As Bishop Saki always says, if God heals, the glory is for him. If God does not heal, the grace is also for him. <laughs> So, <laughs> hallelujah but fear amen and some of us too the reason why we don't attempt but two reasons why people don't attempt one is fear the other one is sheer laziness you are lazy you are simply lazy yeah you are lazy you don't attempt anything lazy you are always finding a reason why it cannot be done lazy Lazy. Everything, there's a reason why it cannot be done. Or it should not be done now. You are lazy. You are lazy. I mean, they are looking for... I mean, why don't you have a job? Because there is... Uh, uh, I hear the economy is bad. Who is it? The economy has been bad since the days of Abraham Lincoln. And people are having jobs. Hey, lazy. Want to, want to send your resume? Um, uh, my computer is frozen. Lazy. You see, that's what the Bible said. That, the Bible said that the sluggard or the lazy says that there is a lion in the way. There's a lion in the street. You give absurd reasons. Why don't you join in the choir? Because um, the rehearsals and, my, and, my, and, and, and I have homework. Who says the rest of us don't have homework? Why don't you come? Why don't you come for a pre- pre- prayer meeting? Man. The time of the prayer meeting and where I live is too far. You know, I don't get my eight. Somebody actually told me that I need my eight-hour beauty sleep. Yeah, you told me that I need my eight-hour beauty sleep. That's what she told me. That she needs at least eight hours so she can get her beauty sleep. No, when I saw her, I didn't see any beauty. <laughs> At least to me. <laughs> Lazy. Sheer laziness. You don't want to attempt anything. You always have a reason. Why don't you have a job? You know, uh, you know I didn't train here. You are lazy. Why don't you have a job? You know, um, I don't have papers. Please. I can show you, sister, but I can tell you people who don't have papers, no accent, they are still working. You are lazy. You are lazy. You just don't want to get up. You don't want to get up. People don't have purpose. Haven't, haven't you heard one Nigerian brother say, one Nigerian brother told me that the earth is the Lord and the fullness thereof. <laughs> he said the earth is the Lord and the fullness thereof. So, so what is concerned? America or wherever he is, it belongs to God and the fullness. So you cannot decide whether I'm here or not. That earth is the Lord's. <laughs> yeah. 
So you cannot tell me that I cannot be here. <laughs> That's what I say. He said, you can't tell me that I cannot be in this country. The earth is a lot. <laughs> and the fullness thereof. So you can't tell me that I'm illegal or legal. No, I will. And then he went down and said, and the, ba- and the Bible said, what about the sole of your feet are plant? There I have given you. My soul is... <laughs> Let me tell you, you are lazy. You are lazy. And, 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 and all that you do, you want to eat. Let me tell you something. If you don't work, if you don't work, it is sin to eat. What is sin? Sin is disobedience of God's commandment. And what is God's commandment? Let him that not work, not eat. It's a commandment actually in the Bible. In fact, can you find that verse for me? Yeah, it's a commandment. If you can find that verse for me. They don't know it's in the Bible. No, it's not Shakespeare. It's, not Shakespeare. it's a verse. I'm not quoting Shakespeare. I'm quoting a verse. Let him that not work. Let him that not work. Not it. It's in the Bible. Find that verse. I'll show them. So, it is actually a verse. That if you don't work, don't eat. It means that if you're not working and you are eating, you are going against God's commandment. You are sinning. It's a sin. It's not that you are a student or a child or you're somebody taking room. I'm a full-grown adult. For even for, for even when we were with you, this we commanded you that if any will not work, neither should he eat. Second Thessalonians 3.10 if you don't know, it's there. Yeah. So next time you see someone who's unemployed eating, tell her, brother, bring the food. You are sinning. Just, yes, just, listen. Just as you see somebody fornicating, you tell them, stop fornicating. If you see someone who's unemployed and you say, hey, stop eating. You are sinning. You are sinning. It's in the Bible. 2 Thessalonians 3 chapter 10. What you are doing is sin. <laughs> you don't want to work. You are, every day you are eating people's jollof and people's stew. Lazy. You are living with people. You eat. I know what you eat. First of all, you don't even cook. And what you, do, you don't even wash the plate. Lazy. And you have the audacity to tell them what you want to eat. <laughs> yeah. The, the person, the man in the house, because he goes to work, he eats only breakfast and dinner. You are at home. You eat breakfast, lunch, and dinner with desserts. <laughs> and snacks. Yeah. In between snacks. Appetizer. <laughs> yeah. 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 Because they, 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 they go to work in the morning. And then you just go to the fridge. Orange juice. Milk. Bacon. Listen. Listen. I had a friend. In London, hey, this was what he kicked his visitor because of it. Because you see, the guy was not working, and every time we got the guy, it's a friend in London. The guy will come and eat. Then one day he bought yam, yam, <laughs> expensive yam. When he came, the guy had actually. <laughs>
he was imagining how he would come home. Come and boil his yam. <laughs> Get some eggs. To, I mean, it, it was like, it was, you know, something, how you can think about the food and the gifts. It was like, so as soon as he came home, he went to the kitchen and saw that Charlie, the guy, and he said, hey! <laughs> this yam, you're out. <laughs> yeah. You can, yeah. Listen to me, church. Anytime you see somebody from one, I've moved from one side to the other, he has crossed between the two sharp rocks. That's why, you, so don't be envious, don't be jealous. They have to go through the two sharp rocks. And I also want to tell you that, listen to me. Don't use the two sharp rocks as an excuse. Hallelujah. You see, you must also believe that even though there are dangers, even though there are risks, he said, I will never leave you nor forsake you. You must trust God and make a move in spite of the dangers. Yes, it's a possibility. There's a danger. But let me tell you, we walk by faith. I say we walk by faith. So you must also believe that there is a God who will guide you through the sharp rocks. I'm preaching to you. Yes, there are sharp rocks. There are dangerous situations. But you must also believe that there is a God who will shepherd you through the sharp rocks. That is why you should not stay still because of the sharp rocks. Yeah. Hallelujah. I say hallelujah. Look, tell your neighbor, make a move. God will be with you. Say, make a move. God will shepherd you. I prophesy to you, make a move. Don't let the sharp rock stop you. The same God, he will guide you. Go and read the rest of the story. Jonathan and his armor bearer went through it. Because there's a God who shepherds. That's why we are Christians. Yeah. David said, Yeah, though I walk through the valley of the shadow of death, I will fear no evil. I will fear sharp rock, snake, serpent, even for, for, for thy rod and thy staff. You see, Satan has frightened you with the sharp rocks, but I want to tell you there's a God who can shepherd you through. The Bible says, a thousand shall fall on the right side and ten thousand. It shall not come near your dwelling place. Don't let the sharp rocks prevent you from going. Go back to that verse. Hallelujah. Is somebody here with me? No, go back now. um, 1 Samuel 14. Hallelujah. Let's go down to, uh, no, 1 Samuel 14, back to verse 6. And Jonathan said to the young man, come with me. That person, come with me. Let us go onto the gardens of the place. It may be. It may be. Let us go. It may be. What do I mean? What, what do I mean by it may be? It may be. What Jonathan was saying, I'm not 100% guaranteed. I am not 100% guaranteed. I cannot tell you that by all means it will work. Then say, it may be. It may be. So, he said, he's making a move based on this. It may be. He is not 100% guaranteed. So, if you are waiting to be 100% sure, you will never move. It may be. It may be. There are no absolutes. There are no absolutes. It may be. I say it may be. be. Yeah. That's all. It may be. Yeah. He told us, I'm a bearer. It may be. You see? He didn't say, "Mm, last night I had a dream. And the Lord stood by me. And the Lord said, Jonathan, 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 I made a passage for you. 
through the through sharp rocks. I, Jehovah, I am going to guide your feet. Your feet will not stumble nor slip. So in the morning, wake up with your armor bearer and there you shall go through. He didn't say that. It may be. It may be. It's a possibility. I am not 100% guaranteed. It may be that the business will work. It may be that the church will work. You see, I'm not. So, what, 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 if you are waiting for 100% assurance before you move, then you will not move. In fact, if you have the message version, put the message version here. The message. He said, Jonathan said to his armor bearer, Come on now. Let us go across to this uncircumcised pagans. Maybe, see, maybe God will work for us. Maybe. Can you believe it? He was moving on just a conviction. Maybe. I'm not 100% sure. If you want me to give you clear, clear answers, I cannot. Maybe. Maybe. Will this business work? I don't know, but maybe. Will this marriage work? I don't know, maybe. Maybe. You see, 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 because let me tell you something. If you are waiting for a 100% clear crystal answer, it will never happen. Even the great apostle Paul, the great apostle Paul, he says, we see dimly through a glass. So if you want every eye to be dot and everything to be crushed before you make a move, I'm preaching to you. You want every eye to be dot and everything to be crossed before you move? It will never happen. It will never happen. God will always leave a path for, to us that you don't understand. God will always leave a path that you are not sure. There is always a path that you will never understand. There is always a path that you don't know. And that is where your faith kicks in. For the just shall live by faith. Is somebody hearing me? Yes. I said, somebody hear me? Yes. If you can figure everything out, then you don't need faith. No, they don't need faith. If you can figure it all out, then why do you need faith? If you can map it up all, then you don't need faith. You don't need faith. You don't need faith. Yeah. If you can figure it all out, then why is the faith? There must, there's always an element that you not, are not sure of, which you have to trust Jehovah. Right. It may be. It may be. That's all. Jonathan was telling me, I'm look, Charlie, not that unless you are following me 100% guaranteed. Though. No, it may be. Yeah. Maybe it work for us. Hallelujah. Yeah. yeah. And that's, let me tell you, that's how, that's how God works. I'm telling you, from, take it from me. That's how, in the Bible, that is how God works. So those of us who are waiting for a clear vision before you move, you will never see it. God has never led us by clear visions. Look. Most, most, most people who follow God, okay, they followed him by conviction. Or even salvation, being born again. Being born again, it's a commission. Because I once had a brother that look, asked for me, for me to be saved, it must be like the way it happened to Paul. That was his request. Yeah. And he said, look, and, and Paul, Paul's salvation was spectacular. Okay? I mean, there was a lightning. He fell off. His, and he was blind. And a voice came from heaven. So, it was spectacular. And he said, I, that, that, it was one of a kind. And he said, that is how I want to be saved. Then I said, then, then I continued. said, look, then read the whole story. For the Bible said, I am sending you as, listen, a, a, a messenger to the Gentiles. And they shall persecute you. They shall whip you. They shall be scared. So, are you prepared for whipping, persecution, and being between? Then, 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 ex- you see, the reason why God has to give Paul that spectacular salvation because the job that he had for the guy was not easy. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. What he 
have for Paul. He has to, the, the work that he has for Paul to do, he has to save him supernaturally for him to be convinced. Otherwise, he will have run away. The beatings. Do you understand what I'm saying? So, that is why he could say that neither height nor depth nor principalities. Because the guy, he was saved in such a supernatural way because God had a special job for him. That, so, I mean, I, if Paul did not get saved that way and go saved, look at the beatings. You, even the church movie say you don't come. You want to be saved like Paul? Imprisonment. So, what I'm trying to say that as, as, uh, for, for most of us, for most of us, it is the still voice, that little convention that leads us. That is why I say that the just shall live by faith. The just shall live by faith. The just shall live by faith. So, whatever promise or prophecy, that, there's an element you will never understand. That is where your faith kicks in. That's what just it may be. Maybe. Maybe. That's all. That's what he said. Maybe. It's not, that's it. It's not guaranteed. Yeah. It is, you see, it is the waiting for the guarantee that makes most of us don't move. That is what is called the paralysis of analysis. That's what it is. The paralysis. You want to analyze everything to be clear. And nothing is so clear. So at the end, we can paralyze. That's what it is. You want, to, you want to dot every I and cross every T. Then you find out, no, 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 no. Some things cannot be dotted. Some I's cannot be crossed. So immediately, you are frozen. The paralysis of analysis. Because you have thrown away the element of faith. What is the guarantee that if you marry, you will not divorce? Hey, welcome to the club. There are no guarantees. Even the one that says that, when I saw you, my heart moved from the left to the right. Even there. <laughs> You know, I'm not sure whether I should marry him because I don't know whether he whether we would divorce. They are no they are no guarantees. Even if Pope John Paul officiates your wedding, they are no guarantees. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. So you need faith. Yeah, faith. Let me tell you something. Faith. Attempt in faith. It may be. Tell me about maybe. You see, that's what the guy said. What did he say? He said, maybe God, tell me, but maybe God will work for you. Tell the person, maybe God will work for you. Attempt. That's it. Maybe. I'm preaching to somebody tonight, I tell you. Because you have been sitting on the fence for too long. You have been sitting on the fence for too long. You are waiting for everything to be clear. It will never be clear. It will never be clear. Hallelujah. Yeah. And he goes on even to say something more spectacular. There is, you see, maybe God will offer us. Then the next point, he says, there is no rule. See, there is no rule that says God can only deliver by using a big army. No one can stop God from saving when he sets his mind to do it. There is no rule. I said, there is no rule. I said, there is no rule. There is no rule. There is no rule that you have to be this to get this. There is no rule. He's answered that. There is no rule. There is no rule that you have to you have to have this education before you can make money. There is no rule. 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 There is no rule that you have to be in the church uh, for this amount of time because somebody came just two years. Uh, uh, he, he, uh, uh, you must wait for him to become a pastor before you become. There is no rule. There is no rule. There is no rule. There is no rule. There is no rule that because I came to meet you in America, you must buy a house before I buy a house. There is no rule. There's no rule. No man can stop God. There's no rule. There's no rule. Is somebody hearing me? 
Tell me about there's no rule. There's no rule. There's no rule at all. There's no rule because, because you led me to Christ. I cannot become a pastor before you. There is no rule. Yeah. There's no rule. He can save. By few. He can save. By many. Listen. God is God. Okay. God is God. That's why he told Moses. I will show mercy on whom I will show mercy. And I will have favor on whom I have mercy. There is no. There's no rule. There's no rule. Because you were a virgin. You never had a boyfriend. You never had a The first person you slept with was your husband. And this girl had abortion three times before he got married. And therefore, he should have a bad marriage and you should have a good marriage. There is no rule. See, I once had a Christian sister, a good friend of mine. I mean, the first time that she slept with the man was on her wedding night. Very rare. In this day and age, very rare. Like Bishop said, the only, the only virgins are virgin airlines. And in the same, this was a classmate. And in the same class was another girl who was very bad. I mean, I'm talking about Rehab Incarnate. Indian mommy, very bad. They're all in the class. True story, I'm telling you. And they all got married around at the same time. And what this sister was complaining about, that God was, said, God, has been not, God has not been fair to me. Okay. Do you know why she was complaining? Because she had been married for five years, never had a child. And this guy, this other girl. <laughs> because we also are in the same class. Every time somebody has a baby, it goes on the, like social media. And she, she comes and says, no, can you, I mean, I mean, I, sometimes I feel I've served God in vain. I said, why? I mean, she said, look, can you, can you believe that this person that we all knew has now three children and I still cannot have a child? No I comforted her at that time. But when I read the scripture, I said, there is no rule. There's no rule. I said, there is no rule. There is no rule. Is somebody hearing me? There is no rule. Yeah. Yeah. Sometimes, sometimes, yeah. You let the person to Christ. But it does not mean that he cannot become your shepherd. <laughs> well, I brought him to the church. Now they say he's an area fellowship leader. He's going to teach you. I won't listen. Please. There is no rule. Yeah. Are you hearing me? Yeah. There's no rule. Yeah. yeah. There's no rule that if you are an immigrant, because, because you are an immigrant, you must always work as a home nurse's aid. There's no rule. There's no rule. There's no rule. There's no rule. The, fact that, the fact that you are an immigrant does not mean you, should be, you are limited to a nurse's aid. There's no rule. You can actually open your own business. There's. There's no rule. I'm preaching to you. There's no rule. There's no, there's no rule that because you see, there is no rule that because everybody who came before you, this is what they are doing. So you two must do the same thing. There is no rule. There's no rule. That's what I said. God can save. Yeah. Hey. Even there's no rule. You see, sometimes like, I'm telling two stories so. Even sisters. I know family that the younger one is getting married and the parents are not happy. It's like they have three girls and the younger one was getting married. And the older two sisters did not get married. In fact, the story, let me tell you the whole story. There was this brother who was here, who was doing very well. And then he decided to go and marry. And he had family friends. So when they went home, 
The truth is what I'm telling you. When they went home, they introduced them to the family. That, like, they, they knew each other when they were growing up. And they asked him where he's doing very well, professional. So when he went back home, the family invited, oh, da, da, da. so you want to, I've come to home to marry, da, da, blah, 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 blah. And the parents had three daughters. So they were hoping that he would choose that the first. Because the older one was more close to his age. And they were, even, they were when they were young, they used to play with the older one. So they were, everybody was thinking that since he has come, anyway, he used to play with the older one. He would choose the older one. But lo and behold. <laughs> As the older one came to pass, and you could see that there's a bit of stiffness. And the younger one was just passing by. And you can see the friskiness. <laughs> But at the end of the day, there is no rule. That because you are the older sister, she marry first. Hmm? Yeah. Yeah. That is why. That is why. Yeah. There's no rule. Yeah, there's no rule. Hallelujah. Yeah. Yeah. Look, even healing. Healing. Look, I, I'm showing you God. There's no rule. That's why I have to believe God. Healing. I was one with Bishop. It's almost time. I was one with Bishop in Panama. Okay? I, I talked with Bishop. Miracle service. And, I mean, for a, a, a convention. When we went there, I mean, people, faithful members who are ill. Some of them weak, blind. They, 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 I mean, consider these are faithful members. Miracle time. Pray for everybody. Testimonies. Just I couldn't remember. Testimony time. Who should come in? Some ragamuffin boy. His pants was even here. Came to collect the mic. I'm telling you. This is what I understood God. This boy was some bad, a drug dealer or something. Who was just passing by. And he saw the sign outside the church that there's um, uh, this thing going. So he came to stand at the back. Okay? And he had a problem in his back. And he, had, he was shot. So he's like this. And he's standing at the back. Not even planning the three-day conversation. Day one, he didn't come. Day two, he didn't come. He was just passing by and heard that there's a sign. And then he can, and the Lord touches him, and he rather is healed. And people are sitting in front three days; they are not healed. Wow! I looked at him. Hey, God, pa. you see what? That's what some people don't say before long. You see? <laughs> hey. He just walked in. God just touched him. The bullet, everything. The, the boy straightened up. Instantly, when, when faithful brethren were in church, you can question God, but there's no rule. There's no rule. Because he said that I will show mercy on whom I will show mercy. No man can stop him. This is choice. Are you hearing me? That is why you should not allow any man to set the standard for you. Tell your neighbor, there is no rule. That you, you, you taught me Bible study, that's not me that you'll be more anointed than me. There's no rule. There's no rule. Yeah. Hallelujah. Yeah. God is God. Amen. Yeah, there's no rule. Hallelujah. There's no rule. Yeah. But I, I like what. No one can stop God from saving. Then verse 7 is the last verse. His armor bearer said, go ahead. Do what you think best. 
I am with you all the way. Listen to me. We need guys like this guy. Go ahead. Go ahead. I am with you. You see, for, you see, the reason why you are struggling with your vision is because you don't have somebody who believes in your vision. The person who is around you does not believe in their vision. This guy, he did not question Jonathan. He, he did not say, are you sure this is a fruitful journey? Are you sure? Uh, Brother Jonathan, you know, I'm always loyal to you, but I mean, you know, it's a dangerous mission. Did you pray about it? Uh, are you 100% sure? No. Jonathan told me, I'm not sure, but he still said, go ahead. To succeed, you need somebody who believes in your vision. What we need. Ammo berries. We need ammo berries. People who support the vision. Not people who criticize and analyze. He said, Jonathan, go ahead. I'm with you. Ah, Larry, Adi, we said we should have a women's meeting this Friday night. Go ahead. I'm with you. I'm with you. You say it, I'm with you. You see, I'm showing a revelation. It, you see, it's because you, you must, for, the vision must be shared with people who believe in the vision. After all, what have we seen? We saw 600 men sitting under a tree. You don't need 600 men to agree with you. This one person who believes in you. One. This one. One person who believes in you. Who will say, Reverend, go ahead. Go ahead. I'm with you all the way. You don't need 600 people. You don't need 600 people to approve. You just need one person. I'm about to start this business. And I'm not sure. I'm doing this. He said, listen to me. You are in this business. I'm here with you. Go ahead. <laughs> 600. We're sitting under the tree. But there's a guy who believed in him. You see, when somebody believes in you, you don't have to convince them. He didn't have to. Jonathan told them. Jonathan didn't say, I've seen a vision. He said, maybe. maybe. And that was no issue. Yeah. But he said, listen, even though you're not sure, do what is in your heart. As for me, your armor bearer, once I carry this armor, I am with you. You see, and we need armor bearers in the church who say, Reverend, I am with you. Ready, Pastor, I am with you. I don't care what everybody says. I am so far as I am here, whatever you say, I am with you. I'm a bearish. I'm a bearish. I'm a bearish. Yeah. Hey, Reverend said it. Reverend Moki. Reverend said it. Let's do it. Reverend said it. Let's do it. That's it. I have, I have come to mature in the ministry. Now, I don't need 600 people. Me. Me. Just was saying, I don't need support at all. I, I can tell you. I can tell you that. I have seen that one lawyer person is far worth 600 people sitting under a tree. <laughs> Me. Yeah. One lawyer person. It's far better than 600 people sitting under a tree. You don't need 600 people. One. One friend who believes in you. One friend who believes in you. Who, a friend who believes in you. Who will say that, look, even though we are not sure, whatever way you go, win or lose, I am with you. Let's attempt. Let's attempt it. We look at Lighthouse, we are all encouraged. There was a person with a vision. 
like what Mills. He had only one person, Ietisaki, who said, Bishop, because that, the day he came to the room, from today I am Pastor Dad. He said, Whatever you are, I am with you. Today, up to today. And we are all seeing. I said, We are all seeing the fruits. When he's taking a decision, you say, T, what do you think? Say, Dagitos, anything, I don't flow. It's like, whatever you say, and we are seeing it. You don't need 600 people. You don't need 600 people. Yeah. One. He said, whatever is in your... He said, he said go ahead. Do what you think. You see, if the church can understand that at the end of the day, let the pastor do what he thinks best. Because you are not the pastor. You are, why do you have so much opinion? Who are you anyway? Right when he said, let's do this. Then you are forming a committee on the side. I don't think it's a good idea. Who are you? Who are you? Ask the neighbor. Are you the person? Are you the person? Who are you? Who are you? Who are you? Who are you? The, the pastor is saying, look, let's do, I, I want to change the service time. I want to bring the, the, the children in the evening and the adults in the morning. I don't think it's a good idea. This is America. Who are you? From yourself, you have, you have from opinion leaders in the church. Opinion, 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 opinion. Let me tell you something. Sit down under the pomegranate tree. I need only one person. And I'm a bearer. I don't need all of you. I don't need all of you. Why I'm a bearer? Get it, I'm a bearer. Who will say that? Listen to me. I go ahead. Do what you think. Not what I think, oh. You. You think best? It's okay. You think? I'm okay. Yeah. I am with you. Not, not some of the way. Because some people, they are with you part of the way. So long as that thing is working, as soon as that thing hits a hard block, You know, you know, you know our man. If you go and say, they'll say you are this lawyer. <laughs> they say you are Orangu. This lighthouse. I, 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 I knew it all along that it was not going to work. But anyway, I was giving him rope before they say I'm a Orangu. Listen, church, it's time you attempt something for God. I say it's time you attempt something God. The days of sitting under the pomegranate tree are over. Stand up to your feet and let's close. Please stand up to your feet and let's close. Holy words, long preserved for her work in this world. They resound with God's own heart. Oh, now the ancient words in God. Holy words. Long preserved for our work in this world. They resound with God's own heart. Oh, now the ancient words, ancient words, ancient words, ever true. Change in me and change in you. We have come. We have come with open hearts. Oh, now the ancient words sing ancient words. 
ancient words, ancient words, ever true, ever true, changing me, changing me, and changing you, and changing you. We have come with open hearts, oh, let the ancient words Father, tonight. I go down on my knees and pray for us all. Father, give us Jonathan's. Give us Amobarus. Father, deliver us from 600 men that sit under a tree. Father, you said, like Jonathan said, for with you, you can save by little and you can save by many. Sometimes when we look at what we have, it's so little. When we look at our background, it's so little. When we look at our qualification, it's so little. When we look at our family background, it's so little. But with you, but with you, but with you, but with you, you can say, who said? Who said? Whatever we have, you are able. You are able. You are able. You are able. able. Yes, our background is little. Our education is little. Our marriages are little. Our ministries are little. But with you, you are able. And tonight, we trust you. We trust you. Father, let the vision come to pass. And Father, grant us our bearers. We shall run all the way with us. Anybody who will be a distraction and a hindrance, we remove in the name of Jesus. May people who believe in us accompany us on the journey. In Jesus' name I pray. Amen. Oh, the ancient words. When I close, I want to make an altar call. Tonight you are here, you are not born again. You are not saved. Listen. It is God who causes us to will and to do of his good pleasure. Even to serve him well, he needs to be in your heart. To trust him and believe in him, he needs to be in your heart. So please, with every eye closed and every head bowed, tonight you are here, you are not born again. Tonight you are not saved. Please lift up your hand and I'll pray for you. You want to be born again. When I say born again, I mean you want to accept Jesus Christ as your personal savior. And you want to be sure, you want to be sure that when you die, you go to heaven and not hell. Look, heaven and, re- heaven and hell are real. You want to be sure. You want to be sure. Please, if you are not sure, for a few moments, young or old, male or female, please lift up your hand and I'll pray for you. You just want to be sure. You just want to be sure. I'll be happy if everybody here is born again. I just want to be sure. Father, we thank you for tonight. We thank you for the gift of salvation. Thank you. And let all the saints say, Amen. Amen. Put your hand together for the Lord and be seated. And God ready with your family. We hope you have been blessed immensely by this message. Join us at 1734 Williamsbridge Road in the Bronx on Sunday afternoons and Tuesday evenings. For copies of this and other messages, contact us via email at lci.bronx at gmail.com.